Hey True North, welcome to Church Online. How good is it to be wrapping up 2019 in this way, all gathered online. What a world we live in. It is fantastic. Hey, you might be gathering in a cafe, by the barbecue, at the pool, or maybe even at home on the couch. We would love to hear where you are, who you're with. Comment down below in the comment section. We're going to hear a word from Pastor Dean in just a second. But before we do that, we're going to head into a worship moment, hear a song, a song called Creator by our True North team. It is a fantastic song about the truth of who God is. So make sure you take a deep breath, connect with God in this way before we get into the word.
Well, it is the end of 2019 and just about to begin 2020. It's that time of year where uh, the year in review things pop up in your feed where, you know, it, it's, there's all the kind of let's look back at 2019 and, you know, what were the most searched Google terms, all those kinds of things kind of happen at this point in the year. I saw a photo the other day with a couple friends and we were like, that, could that really be this year? It seems so long ago. And then at the same time as well, it's that time of year where we're starting to go, what does next year hold? And what are the, the goals and the resolutions or the new things that we want to put in place? This is such a unique kind of window of time when you reach the end of one year and you get ready to start a brand new one. And I wanted to just, I thought a great way to kind of round this year out, uh, something I think is really helpful for all of us, um, is to do a bit of, of a pause and a remembering. In fact, I want to read you a few verses uh, to start. These come from 2 Peter chapter 1, verses 12 to 15. Peter here has been writing to a church, uh, and he's been saying uh, different instruction and wisdom to them about how to grow in the Lord and, and how to go forward in knowing God. Uh, and he writes this in verse 12. He says, so I will always remind you of these things, even though you know them and are firmly established in the truth that you now have. He says, and I think it is right to refresh your memory as long as I live in the tent of this body, because I know I'll soon put it aside as our Lord Jesus Christ has made clear to me. And I will make every effort to see that after my departure, you will always be able to remember these things. I love this word of encouragement. He uses these three big words here in these few verses that I want to remind you of these things. I want to refresh your memory and I want to make sure that you can always remember these things. They speak to what is the most frequent command in all of the Bible, which really is around the idea of the command to remember. The scriptures are always encouraging us to remember. Remember what we've learned. Remember what we've seen God do. Remember what you know, God has already done in our lives. At the beginning of a year, we often want to look out at the year ahead, and that's good. And actually, it's really important, and there's a good reason to do that. Uh, but these verses remind us that what is so often needed most is actually to just be reminded, to have our memories refreshed, and to remember what God has taught us. And, and I want to encourage you, this time of year, you may want to do this, maybe this morning, maybe uh, with some others, if you're around the coffee table or breakfast or things like that, um, or maybe just to get a journal out. But one of the best practices we can have is to stop and remember what God has taught us. Remember what God has done. Maybe write down some of the things that God did in your life. Maybe think back over the calendar of the year and what has God done in your life and what were some of the challenges he brought you through or what were some of the joyful things you have to be thankful for or what were some of the great 
lessons or words of truth that, that, that God brought into your life. And as you remember and refresh your memory and remind yourself what God has done, it's amazing how that positions us to continue to go forward in Him. And one of the things I thought would be good even this morning, what we're going to do is there will be things that you've individually, God has taught you, done in your life. Remember those things. Refresh your memory. Be reminded of them. Um, and then there's things for us as a church, as a community, uh, as a tribe of people together that God has done in our midst. He's spoken to us. He's shaped in us. Um, we began the year thinking about body moving. And what does it mean that the whole body grows and builds itself up as each part does its work? Across this year, we've tried to move and work together as a body and see um, the body do things that we've never done before uh, as a church. Um, and there are different things that God has spoken to us on that journey. And so what we're going to do is actually take a few minutes to reflect on the things God's taught us together the things we've experienced together, done together as a, a tribe of Christ followers at True North. And so we're going to cast our minds back. We're going to refresh our memory, remind ourselves, and remember what God has taught us as we look back over 2019. You know, one of the new things we did in 2019 was Imagine. Uh, we had this Imagine conference over two days, all ages, cross campuses. Uh, had some incredible guest speakers, Hank Fortner uh, in town, James Bryant. It was an incredible weekend. Um, you know, Lisa, what were some of your favorite highlights, memories? What do you remember uh, from Imagine? Um, I loved uh our campus is coming together around um, this idea of what could God do, you know, um, more than we could ask or imagine. I love the times that we had to serve together, people getting to meet new people. Um, we're all part of True North Church, but don't often have those times to cross over and spend extended time together having conversations and, and meals together. So I, I loved that time of just being able to all of us from both campuses be together, serve together, hear from God together. That was a high yeah, I did love that. I think there is just something special when, like you said, you're almost you're having breakfast together. Everybody's coming in early together, getting coffee together. Um, I know I racked up a big bill at 115 yeah, that yeah. that weekend. Mm -hmm. um, you know, but people are hanging out. You're there till late. Um, you know, some amazing messages. You know, Hank Fortner. I remember one of his messages. He talked about you know kind of unconditional love and agape love and what it looked like to kind of almost flip the way we think about love on its head. Mm -hmm. And what does it mean to always show unconditional love, I guess, to the people who are farthest from us and uh, on the outside? And how can we live a life where to everybody we're able to just mm. genuinely, hey, you know, kind of you do you, I'm going to love you for who you are. Yeah. Um, but we actually only put conditions on people we're letting in close. It was really mm. a fascinating idea. Talked to so many people about it still. Mm. Um, but yet, no matter how great all of it was, one of the best things was just being together 
Um, that was amazing. And what about over Imagine Kids? I got to pop in a little bit. You were there more in the kids. How was Imagine Kids? Yeah, it was, it was amazing. Um, we, we talked a lot about, you know, God's love for us and, um, and, and how much he, he loves us, how big and great God is, and yet He is mindful of us and uniquely creates each of us. And on the last day, we just created space for kids to be able to create. Um, and so there were cardboard boxes and there was paint and there were, you know, dances and songs and poetry and just giving kids the space to create, you know, to explore mm. a little bit of how God had uniquely created them. Yeah, I love that. I even got to pop in. I saw a couple of those. I saw yeah. some what they built, what yeah. they did. It was yeah. just amazing. Yeah. You know, and I think one of those, the big takeaway, I think one of the things I, I hope I remember, and, and I hope maybe for you in 2020, uh, it was a weekend that just reminded us of this idea, Ephesians 3.20. Uh, you know, He is able to do immeasurably more mm -hmm. than all we could ask or imagine. Mm -hmm. uh, and that's because according to it says, His power mm -hmm. at work within us. To Him be the glory, all these things to bring Him glory in the church, in Christ Jesus, forever and ever, throughout all generations. Amen. You know, and it's just a great reminder. You know, let's live our lives. Let's, let's be the kind of church, I hope, uh, and the kind of people who really just always live knowing, you know what, He can do more. He can do more than we can even imagine. Um, so let's continue to be people who imagine uh, for quite a lot. You know, one of the series we went through uh, as a whole church in 2019 was called Wisdom of the Ages. And we had some fun reflecting on the different generations. We're at this unique moment in time, five different generations, um, you know, plus uh, emerging, um, you know, where we looked at how every generation, their experiences while they're growing up shape who they are, how they see the world, how they see faith. Um, and so we kind of just explore that to go, what's the unique wisdom every generation has to share with the, with the others, whether older or younger? Um, that was a really fun time. I love that series. Um, Ryan, do you have any, anything you remembered took away from Wisdom of the Ages? Yeah, I think it was, uh, it was awesome kind of just seeing every generation and I guess not growing up too far into normal church life, I suppose. There was a whole bunch of throwbacks and things I'd kind of never seen before. But probably one of the novelty highlights was uh, on our most tech uh, heavy Sunday, the, the Gen Ys, I believe it was, having, uh, I guess, no screens for a portion of that service. Oh, that was Zed's, that was Gen oh, Z. Zed, that's right. Straight up, uh, yeah, that's and, right. Uh, whoever was worship leading at the time, encouraging everybody to get their phones out and Google the lyrics and kind of watching every generation get their phone out and Google the lyrics to the songs and, and sing along to them, I thought. I remember that, that, that was quite fun. And what a, that was quite a different moment than um, say the very first week when we were looking at the builders, the greatest generation, and we gathered all the hymn books, remember that? We, we had hymn books everywhere. And that one was kind of the almost opposite. You had these books everywhere that people were gathered around. You know, I mean, like, you know, I, I can remember doing that as as a youngster. I mean, I'm I'm obviously way too young for that, but I do remember it. You know, not, you know, but um, the 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 difference in wow, this is people's lives and experience. Those who grew up this way versus grab your phone, Google the lyrics, like, kind of sums it up, doesn't it? Big time. Yeah, yeah. definitely. Yeah. Any other uh, any other favorite moments for you? Uh, probably the absolute highlight for me over that series was uh, when we gathered at Warwick and we had the generational party, um, but and and seeing all the different cultures come together in the festival. But probably the absolute highlight for me was uh, the medley uh, to start that all in service and that was uh, you know a 
song from Andrew for Regeneration kind of mashed into one, a mashup, if you will, and uh, starting with him and kind of going right through the 2000s and, and into kind of what we're singing today. I thought it was just a, a powerful moment to kind of start that, that gathering. But for me, definitely still I uh, kind of feel that moment. Yeah, I had forgotten. That That was an absolute highlight. Like, that That was an amazing, it was an amazing journey of the music and the worship and how it just hit every generation and the power in that was incredible. That was an amazing day. Mm-hmm. And one of the things we, we kind of finished on that series with that I think is great to remember, great to go back to, um, was this idea of going, you know what, we are all different experiences, different generations. But when we apply this principle, we saw in Ephesians 6 this kind of idea in a family situation of how, you know, those who are younger, children should honor their parents and parents should, you know, bring their kids up in the way they should go. And when you think about that in a church, community, tribe, family context, um, to really go, hey, let's always remember to just apply this principle for those who are older to invest in the younger and those who are younger to always honor those who are older you know and and whatever that age gap change is you know the body of christ goes well when those who are older invest in those who are younger and those who are younger honor those who are older and what a what an incredible way to kind of bring you know the the tribe of believers together great things in 2019 was Alpha. We kicked off an Alpha course last quarter of the year and, and we kicked it off in a bit of a new way with an Alpha launch party. It was just a, a fantastic way to start. Michelle, you're a big part of that. What do you remember? What were some of your highlights out of that Alpha launch party? The launch party was awesome. There was just great vibe in the place where um, church family were able to invite their family, their friends along to these nights, people that have never stepped foot in a church and to have this space where we had awesome band playing, music was excellent, um, great buffet of food, grazing table, um, drinks. It was just um, a, a created this space where people just felt really relaxed and welcome and they, yeah, they were just really enjoying that space. You know, I love that idea. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously, one of the things that, I, one of my favorite series we did this year was Party Theology. Mm-hmm. And I love looking at how Jesus, the first week of that, we looked at especially how Matthew, um, you know, this tax collector, meets Jesus. Um, and then one of the first things he does is throws a great banquet. He throws a great party. Um, you know, we thought how even in their co- culture and context, there would have been great food. There would have been uh, pro- probably music there as well. There was great conversation, um, all those things. Um, and I love that we were able to then just do that. Um, what did you see in terms of even, you know, people inviting and in, in any stories there to share? Yeah. So throughout Alpha, um, we saw even um, these spontaneous invitations on the day to um, invite work colleagues, um, people that um, they've had acquaintances with for some time. And um, we've had those invitations accepted and people wanting to explore the conversation, explore uh, what Alpha is all about over those um, past seven weeks, which has been really great. 
You know, I, I love that. And, and even on the nights you were, you know, what was, what, what was some of the things maybe you even just remember from the nights as, the, as it went on and you saw people week after week? Yeah, it's incredible over the course of Alpha and um, when you hit week one, week two and people are rolling into that, into the nights and week three comes and you just feel this total different feel when um, people are now connecting with each other's stories and knowing each other well. Um, there's the hum, I think, and the buzz of the, the sound of conversation being taken place as, as people are exploring these questions that they've had for many years and just this space that is created where people are allowed to say whatever they feel, questions that they've had um, and just put it out on the table and um, people are here and not necessarily have the answers for, but just a, a great sound in the room. I love that. Yeah, I love the sound of that conversation. Yeah. I was on one of those tables and I think that ability it creates to be around tables, mm -hmm. uh, eating together, what happens in those conversations is, mm -hmm. I know at our table it was amazing and that was so true for so many mm -hmm. people's stories. And I love this idea. I think one of the things I hope we do remember out of 2019 is this idea of party theology. What does it look like to get around the table with people um, as followers of Christ? How do, we, how do we really live out a bit what we saw Matthew do, you know, a tax collector of just kind of this is what's so great about knowing Christ, and I want to throw I want to throw the best banquets, I want to throw the best parties, so that people can get to experience uh, who Christ is and get to know Him. Um, so you know, I hope that that we stay at church. It's always leaning into that idea, party theology. Um, you know, who can we get around the table at the banquet, um, getting to know who Christ is. You know, one of the really cool things in 2019 uh, in our youth ministry was kind of a theme that you guys had uh, around new ground, new things uh, for the year. The year started like that. Tell us a little bit, a bit John, um, what you remember of 2019 and what you look back on. Yeah, so we just thought it'd be one of those years where we could just mix things up and just really just see new things. We're really just praying into God, just doing new things in our youth ministry. It's kind of a bit of a change in seasons in some way with people and things like that. And so just thought, hey, new ground is a great thing to try and see and, to, and for God to, to work in. And so, yeah, we just we saw some amazing things. One being a big memory was, was camp. Mm. So camp's always a massive staple yeah. of our year. Um, we've been at Nanga Bush Camp for 10 plus years and we thought this year, let's just mix it up. So we're just like, let's go to a new campsite. We changed the date, we changed the speaker, we changed all kinds of things and it ended up being just an amazing time, an amazing camp. Probably one of the, the hardest, but also one of the best camps at the same time. Yeah. And really just saw, yeah, so many new things, baptisms coming out of it. And yeah, it's been a really cool thing, part of the year. Yeah, I was there, uh at the camp. I've been years, you know, pop down and see things at, at Nanga and, and obviously our whole youth crew does such an amazing job. Mm. And it's been so good. And that's one of the hardest things to do something new when it's been so good. But boy, popping up to the farm in spring, I, it was just an incredible environment. The kids, the environment, yeah. um, the flies, the flies, all of it, man. <laughs> it was awesome. Yeah. But it really was an amazing thing. Yeah. And, you know, I love 
as well. Just and I love that you guys were willing to do that, to do something new. You know, you had something good and great, but to go, we could go new, and there was new ground you guys did take. And I love, and I think it's a great thing for all of us. You know, as we approach a brand new year, um, 2020, to be thinking, you know what? Where might God be calling me to new ground, uh, to new things? It can be so easy to want to stay where we've been in the past, especially if it's been good, uh, but to always stay open to God taking us to new places, new ground. I think what, what a great way um, to head into the year. You know, this year as a church, we saw a lot of new things that were great things. We did Imagine for the first time, uh, Youth Spring Camp for the first time. Uh, we had a new album that launched this year. We started a new chapel service uh, just this past year. It's been a phenomenal thing for um, a whole new crew of people. Uh, where might God be taking you to new ground in 2020? What a great question, you know, for all of us to ask. Isn't it great to just be reminded, to have our memories refreshed, to remember all that God has done and taught us and all that we've experienced together? It's such an amazing thing to be part of, of a church, of a tribe of people journeying towards God together. And I hope it's been great for you to just be reminded, to remember the things that He has uh, done. I hope that you'll take some time to do that in your own life. Remember, be reminded, refresh your memory of the things He's done in your life. And now may we turn our attention to 2020, knowing that as we step into the future, um, we, are, we remember all that God has done and we carry that faith into the future and into a great new year ahead. So looking forward to continuing to journey uh, towards God, our one true north, to journey in with you in 2020. Thanks for joining us. What a great time it was together. Services returning in person next week, on Sunday, the 5th of January. So make sure you head along to one of our campuses. It's going to be such a great time together. Pastor Dean's going to be sharing. So excited for that. We're kicking off a brand new series, the Big Picture Series. And we're looking at Toy Story 4. What an awesome movie, a great movie for the family and all the kids. So make sure you come along to that. If you're looking for more information about True North, Next Steps, how to give all that kind of information is going to be down below click the link and you can look at it all there but for now we'll see you guys next year 2020 is going to be great we'll see you then